I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fancy sponsoring the Battle Fever Network? Fancy having your business, company logo, or our social media graphics, and your details being read out on our shows? Well, now you can. Get in touch with us on any of our social media platforms or email us at battlefeverpod at outlook.com. That's battlefeverpod at outlook.com. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. Fever coming over me, eh? Just as well we bring the battle fever because there's fuck all else going about the now. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, starting the pod, corporate G4 claims. Thank you very much, G4 claims. CP Plumber and Heaton and Media Print EK for the support that they show the podcast. Go and check the guys out on all the social media um, and give them a like and a follow. Um, and while you're at it, like, follow, subscribe to this channel and this podcast because we are the people and all that. Jazz. Joining me this evening, we have swig a beer there, but Paul is seas. How are we doing, my friend? <laughs> it's been it's been one of those weeks. It's been one of those fall, it's been one of those it's been one of those fucking seasons. I'm just gonna intervene and beat the stuff to myself. Do you know what I mean? I've brought the ball in. Tankery, my language. getting tanked right into it, trust me. Below Paul seas, we have the, the wonderful awesome that is Gio. How are you, my friend? I'm all right, mate. First of all, apologies. I'm not very Rangersy tonight. I'm I'm literally I came <laughs> home from work straight out doing lots of things, and this is my normal. It's not green, by the way. It's brown. Just to let. Just uh, in case I was going to say it, it, it looks happy <laughs> green for them. I'm, no, I'm actually going to change the next time I have a break. I'm running. I'm going to change. <laughs> just realize that <laughs> can't be having that kind of. Uh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. And listen here. Look, look who's beside me. There he is. Hey. The legend. The legend. I'm hey. so glad to have you back, man. Good to see you, mate. Good to see you. No, it's good to see you as well. Do you have? I can't remember the last time I was on, but uh, so it's great to be back on. Uh, I was going to say, well, to yeah, talk all things the, Rangers. The but... Europa Cup final, I think, was the last time I seen you on, mate. So, and wow. you, you get a wee brief cameo. So, um, I'm mean, good to see you again. 
Yeah, well, I'd love to rewind back to those days. Huh? That seems like a lifetime. <laughs> oh, the halcyon days, the halcyon <laughs> days when we used to win games. People were complaining, mate, that you only did the big gigs and only came in for like Euro- Europa League final shows and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah. we had to get you back on with our shape, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 um, this evening, listen, we can all. Oh, I want my jazz points for being in time. Um, we can all Aldo, we can all sit here and dissect what happened on Sunday. Right, we've all done it. Right, we've all seen the goal. We've all then seen replays of the goal, and we've all sat in disbelief at how the goal actually happened. Um, however, that's not why we're here tonight. Right, let's move on. Um, oh, there we go, Gio. Even lads, huge thank you to Gio for sending that awesome print. Also, Dale mentions next G once I am on seven. That's that's Joshua. Don't worry, I won't be mentioning that at all in this uh, in this pod. Don't worry about that. Or lack of XG. <laughs> non-existent. The non-existent XG. Um, there is no point in going over that, okay? Because at the end of the day, what happened happened, and it's no surprise to anybody sitting in this pod or anybody sitting watching this pod. We've probably seen it um, coming, and we probably predicted it last Thursday. So we move on for that, and we say, right, look to the future. We've got Aberdeen at the weekend. And we've got a squad of players there. Look at Gio's about to change. He's not taking this tonight. He's not having this. Oh, they only got me. Do you know what the biggest surprise is actually happening here is? It's not the fact he's about to change it. It's the fact he didn't strip off in front of the camera and then walk out the door. Do you know what I mean? He's going to come back wearing here. <laughs> a bull peep outfit, I'm out. <laughs> oh, I'm out, mate. Known Gio for a wee tweed twin set, you know what I mean? Yeah. A mankini, perhaps. What I have in front of me and what I've asked the guys today here is we obviously have a squad of players here. <coughs> some, some fortunately, are out of contract and can be moved on quite easily, and others are not and are in contract, and it's going to take just as big a job getting them off the books as what it is getting the ones in the door. So I think before we get to Sunday in Aberdeen, we'll, we'll discuss the, the squad. And I was saying to Paul there, in true TV fashion, lads, here we go. Who goes, you decide. So that's what we're doing tonight. Who goes, and we're all deciding, and everybody in the chat's deciding who's going. It's easy to say who's staying, let's be honest. <laughs> for a shorter podcast, we'll probably see three names and see you later on. Cheery by now. <laughs> um, so what I think we'll do is we'll start goalkeeping. We'll discuss the goalkeepers, the defence, the midfield, and the strikers in sections, separate sections. We'll see whether they, would, they should stay or go. And if MD on the pod disagrees with somebody else, we'll debate that. And then we'll put it to the chat and they can decide who wins. So, probably an easy one to start with. But Alan McGregor, legend at the club, Hall of Famer, and rightly so. Um, excellent servant to our football club. Has it new come policies that we now say cheery bye and that's us. See you later on and thanks for the memories. Um, I think that's, uh, <clears throat> that time has come and gone last summer. Uh, great to great see to the club. But, uh, greatly deserves a place in the Hall of Fame, but not. Bye-bye. 
<laughs> any of you two disagree with that? Would any of you two keep Alan McGregor? Give him a new deal. <laughs> Wait, that's it. He's out for an off. Controversial. Uh, Controversial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna remove him from the chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously Gail's obviously uh, Dale's been a wee bit um sarcastic there, but we're we're all in agreement here that Alan McGregor's time has come and gone and he should move on. Um Anybody in the chat thinking any differently? I can't see MD does, and it's nice slant and it's nice slight on Alan no, McGregor. No. Now, I think you have to recognise the man's contribution to the club and say, right, it's time now for somebody else to take the gloves. Who that might be, isn't it? Don't us? I'm afraid it's doing it. Michael Beale, James Bisgrove, and, and the money men at Ibrooks. Um, one, it's maybe a wee bit more controversial because we've not seen enough of them. But and I'll and I'll start this time with Dell. But Robbie McCrory. Um, I'm hoping to see him at some point in the next five games, uh, and then then, then I'll be able to make a more balanced judgment. Um, if he's going to be promoted to number two, which by all accounts looks likely, uh, with John McLaughlin apparently being told he can find a new club, McGregor obviously uh, will retire. So uh, I'd be happy to keep him around. Um, I think Rangers will need to bring in another goalkeeper. I know that, that Jack Butland is a is a guy who. Looks likely he's going to going to come in. I'd imagine he'll be wanting to be number one. Everyone will be expecting him to, to take over from Alan McGregor. But uh, I'd have no qualms about keeping Robbie on. If he's going to continue as the number three, I would worry about him. I, 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 for Robbie's sake, I, I would urge him to go out and just get game time somewhere else. Because um, he's good enough, obviously. If he's getting called up to Scotland squads when he's the number three at Rangers, then he's good enough to get a game for somebody else. But um, I'm hoping to see more of him in the next... Uh, Next five games. Listen, I'd, I'd just chuck him in from here until the end of the season. I think uh, McGregor, I know he's got his testimonial in the summers. Uh, Scott's just uh, nipped away there. but if, if, I'm I, still here, by the way. It's just for some reason my camera's went off. I'm still <laughs> here. here. Mitt, Scott, all of a sudden, the viewing figures have skyrocketed. What's happening? Exactly. No, if, if, if his camera's gone, I'm fucking sick of looking at him. I've never looked so good, have I? <laughs> <laughs> now, can well, I ask you a question hey, very quickly? I mean, the, the fact that McGregor's testimonial is going to be in the summer, would that would that not frighten some fans or even ourselves in general to think that there's a possibility that they'll even keep him on until... I know it's probably tied in with the pre-season, but it would seem a bit strange to release the guy and then all of a sudden bring him back and give him give him this yeah. testimonial. I know, in, I know in the olden days, the guys used to play through their testimonial. Maybe it's a wee bit different now, but... Um, you know, I think for me at the very beginning of the season, I think it was almost muted that he would be the number two. And that was the reason yeah. he possibly stayed on. But obviously McLaughlin probably proved in those first couple of games that he wasn't good enough. But um, yeah. it seems a bit strange, doesn't it, having that testimonial in the summer and then that it possibility does. of bringing him back? I'd, I'd give him, I know I know he'll, he'll get a chance to say goodbye to the fans. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's uh, the middle of July or back end of July, isn't yeah. his testimonial, which is an interesting yeah. one. It's not sort of a close season affair, but... Um, uh, that would be interesting, but I, I'd, I'd give him the Hearts game, the final uh, Ibrooks home game, just to have a proper sort of send-off at Ibrooks as well as his testimonial. I think he deserves that, but um, uh, all the other games, I'd play Robbie McCrory if he's fit. So I think Robbie McCrory has to go into the undecided category, and I think Fiona sums it up perfectly by saying, how can we possibly decide that? And we've not seen anywhere near enough of Robbie, and that's correct. It would be unfair to say of Robbie that he's the answer to our goalkeeping solution, uh, our problem, sorry, he's the solution to our problem, or that he's not good enough because at the end of the day we've not seen enough of Robbie, so that's probably spot on in that. He's a, he's a number two at best just now. 
And again, the only way, to, you know, Art McGregor was deemed no good enough at the start by some. And then he steps in for Letizia and the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, so, Tom McLaughlin, being said, that first season when he came in, I think a lot of people would have been Aye. happy with John McLaughlin. Um, a lot of people, myself included, in fact, the majority on this podcast, I think, wanted to see John McLaughlin handed the gloves at the start of this season. It never quite worked out. We had the debacle at Parkhead. We had the, the Belgium went at the, the qualifier. You know, there was a lot that, that John McLaughlin, maybe not so much, I would say, indirectly fault for a lot of it. Some of them we was, yeah, but he's playing, he's playing behind a back four that was kind of chopped and changed, injuries, etc., etc. Mm. So, John McLaughlin, stay or go? Go. Fine, century, Odom. Um, do you know what, man? I think I think for me, it, it, essentially what we got when McLaughlin stepped in was someone who actually came for crosses. We all know Alan McGregor's a fantastic shot stopper, but one thing he didn't do was command that six-yard box or even his 18-yard box. He would never come for crosses. All of a sudden, we had John McLaughlin, who was this guy who came for crosses. And all, and I think everyone was like, oh, that's what we need. And then he, then he was given his run at the beginning of the season, like I was saying to Delder, and then all of a sudden it was kind of like, he flapped at a few. He didn't look quite confident. He looked quite scared and quite afraid of the, the, the sort of the weight of that expectation of being number one. Look, let's be honest. What is John McLaughlin now? Thirty-seven. You know, yeah. Thirty-six, thirty-seven. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but he's at that latter stage. And and, and I know goalkeepers. Six, I think. Oh, is he? Is he dealt with? But even at that, yeah. I think he's he's. You know, real realistically, what what are we investing in? We're going to make him the number one for the next three, four, five years, and then be faced with a similar situation. I know goalkeepers tend to mature at a wee bit later than obviously outfield players, but I still think, you know, we, we need to establish someone maybe in their very early 30s and if they're good enough, so hopefully someone we can have a wee bit of longevity with for the next seven, eight, nine years and start to solidify that position. I'm just laughing in the chat there, right? This is why these are good. Ross Wilson, if Robbie was good enough on our team, would have took him off as for a fee. He's third choice for a reason. At the Ross Wilson? To which Rose responded, Ross Wilson, <laughs> you don't get anymore. <laughs> I like that. Nah, you fucked it, mate. <laughs> don't start. <laughs> but we know block, we know supposed to block him. <laughs> um, and then Ross has put, it's my real name by coincidence, and he's broken by the abuse. <laughs> he's doing a season. So there we go. Um, so that's the kind of goalkeeping situation, because the only one we've got there, I think, is, is right. Um, but the Mouskis as well, but they're all young boys, you know what I mean? You can't expect them to come in and take the position of the Rangers goalkeeper. It's it's, it's too much yeah. a high-pressure position. By rights, during games, you should be quiet for, what, 85 90% of the game? And then that one time when you need to make a big save, and this is why Alan McGregor was so successful as a Rangers goalkeeper, the concentration level was to be able to make that save to keep us in the game or to keep us ahead in the game or whatever it might have been. Um, was you know that that's why he's so he's so he will be so fondly remembered. Unfortunately for him, he's probably outstayed for for a season, certainly two seasons um, now, and it, it's just it's just no work to it. So the goalkeeping situation, I think the majority of people agree um, in the chat. Going into defence is probably going to be a bit more contentious because <laughs> first one on the list is James Tavernier. Now, for me, James Tavernier. Mm. He's the Rangers captain who's been inducted into the Hall of Fame in the season where our greatest rivals are going to win a treble. That never sits well with me. Um, how that couldn't have waited to the summer, that sort of thing, or 
until Tav's left the club. I, I get the sentiment behind putting him in that. I do. Unfortunately, Tav as a Rangers player hasn't won anywhere near enough. However, his service, his longevity, what he's done, his numbers, his stats are incredible and, and probably, probably some of the best in Europe. He was the top goal scorer in the Europa League last year. Um, for me, if there was somebody willing to take James Tavernier in the summer, I would cut ties now. And the reason being is, I believe in James Tav, it epitomises a lot of what's wrong at Rangers because after 55, James Tav's numbers were frightening as well. But you had Nathan Patterson there. Now, Nathan Patterson coming into your team after that season and staying in the team probably fends off. Maybe it doesn't fend off the interest for Everton and stuff like that and the bids that came in. But I believe if Nathan Patterson had been a regular for Rangers, he might have hung about at least another year longer. And then he probably goes for 25, 30 million. Right now, who is the successor to James Tavernier? Who's going to come in and take his place? That's the problem at the club. It's so short-sighted. We just look at the here and now. James Tav has been a fantastic servant to our club. The numbers, like I've said, will never, will never be matched. And he's another one that would go with a status that's, that's earned. But it's a probably the right time. You know, you keep players like that on, the hunger, the desire, the, the, they go into the well over and over again. Mm. <sighs> it epitomises everything about our club, I think, and everything that's wrong at the minute. So for me, James Tav would go in the go category, but go reluctantly and we a thank you, a big thank you at that. When he came the in, thing is, Scotty, he's 31 now. Yeah, he's 31. He's going to be 32 in October. You know, time's running out to command any fee for him. Again, he's what has he got? He's got 16 goals and, and eight assists this season and what's been a, a relatively unsuccessful season for us. But, you know, in terms of his numbers, like you say, how do you replicate that? Where I think you replicate it is by having your midfield and your attacker step up because where Tavis scoring lots of goals, realistically, those are the numbers that are front three equally should be scoring amongst themselves, you know, each. Mm -hmm. You know, so where mm -hmm. he's having to step up is where we're lacking in other areas. All of a sudden, if we fulfill that front three with better quality, you can afford then a James Tavernier to be a, a, a or a defensive right back player to be a defender. We all know how good he is going forward, and we've heard the, the, the stuff in the past about him playing in midfield and playing him up further up the pitch. You're not going to get that in his game. I think Gerard experimented that a wee bit with him when Patterson was coming through, trying to bring Tavernier into more a midfield position. But that cuts out his runs from deep, and that's why he's so successful. I'm probably like you at the minute, mate, in, in that we need to clear the decks. And unfortunately, if if a, if a decent offer was to come in, you know, I would probably be reluctant. I would probably be reluctantly saying sell them. But again, it's on the premise that we get some decent quality up front to accommodate those numbers that we're going to be losing from him. Dale, you flip it the other way, mate. And if he does stay, because at the end of the day, he's under contract um, on form and stuff like that. I mean, you look at the goal, the sleeping at the weekend. It's, listen, it happens every week. Either the left or the right, one of them's sleeping or one of them gets beat or whatever. And it leads to a goal, especially against Celtic. You always seem to, you know, concede the same goals. But does, and it, it says, who is it, Gallant Pioneer, that says we play them in the wrong, we've played them in the wrong position since the day we signed them. No one's convincing me otherwise. Does Michael Beale maybe need to look at his system then if James Tavernier's staying in the team? Does he go with a back three? with the two wing-backs and allow Tav to go forward and no worry about that side his game? Uh, it's a difficult one. I, I have a debate with my dad, especially after uh, Sunday. He's in the, the Tav out camp. Um, he'd like to see a change. Um, the captain's saying he he's like you, Scott. He'd, he'd be happy to take a fee for him. 
I, I've got to say, I'm a fan of him. I think um, put like Gio says, put better players round about him. I think he's. His numbers are, speak for themselves. I think the, the guy's an absolute machine, and I'm not entirely sure how much money you would get for him at, at that age. Um, I would be keeping mm-hmm. him around. I think he, he offers so much. He's one of those players for me. Uh, sort of uh, be careful what you wish for. I think you think you'll miss him so much if if, if he leaves. And yeah. um, like you say, yeah. uh, Scott, who, who 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 comes in and well replaces him or who's coming up through the, the youth ranks of course there's young uh, Adam Devine but um, he, he's relatively untested I know he came in for a wee bit uh, the start of the well, sort of that uh, end of Gio's reign didn't he he came in and played a wee bit and then when Michael Beal took over but for Tavad yeah I think he's one of four players that uh, that won't be worrying about their, about their positions yeah. uh, in the summer um, and he's part of it uh, I'd keep him around I wouldn't change the captaincy either um, I know that's quite a controversial uh, issue at the moment. A lot of guys would, would, would like to see a new captain put in place. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Tavis is going to be here. I'd be very surprised if he leaves in, in the summer. Uh, I, I've championed that. I, I want to see him up front. You said it in press conferences. He wants a shot up, up top. With these five games, just do it. It's experimental time. Go and play him up front. He's, he can't be any worse than what we've got up there. So. <laughs> Policies, I think you're more in the camp that it's agreeing with, with Dell here, aren't I? And me and Gio are kind of more, I think we're split right down the middle here. I think, I think, well, as I said before we came on, yes, a bit of a bit tough one because he does, he does split the support. Um, I, I believe that it maybe is time for uh, for a change at right back, maybe, maybe even a, a change of captaincy, but at the same time, I firmly believe that if he does go, it, it, we will miss him. Um, it's a case of you don't know what you've got until it's gone. I mean, his, oh, numbers, are, his numbers are absolutely terrifying. I believe that if he has a better players in front of him that will maybe step in and cover his defensive frailties when he's up the park, I think I think he'll be absolutely fine. So right now I'm swaying towards keep him. Um, and if you do keep him, then obviously you're not going to change the captaincy because that's that, that'll just demoralise the guy and what's the point? So I would say right now keep and he keeps the captaincy. Um, we'll see how things go towards as the next season kicks off. But I think I agree with Dale. He's one of four absolute nailed on four who are certain to be to be here for next season. What I would say is I think he's, he, oh, it's an obvious thing to say, but his numbers obviously mask a lot of the issues. And I know people say, oh, for fuck's sake, Tav Brigade and all that stuff. At the end of the day, when you look at the goal on Sunday, it's not just Tav's fault. You know, there is four no. players probably that are in that as well. But Tav ultimately isn't aware of where his man is behind him. He's ball watching. That's one thing you get taught. At youth level, is you don't stand and watch the ball and you don't stand and wait for the you know the referee blowing his whistle. You play to the whistle. Um, our players were guilty of that all over the park in that one on Sunday. For me, there's just so many goals that's conceded in big games. Done his side, either created done his side, and because Bournemouth sleep on the other side, it's in the net, or vice versa. But on the flip side, if you turn that run, you could say, but there's also so many big games where James Tavernier's come up trumps and scored the goals that's got us through. Or you look at Parkhead, and when we get beat 3 2, who's the guy that scores the two goals? It's James Tavernier. So I, I totally yeah. get both sides in argument. I like the guy. I love the guy. I, I, I'm not even disputing his. I think putting him in the Hall of Fame this season, in the middle of this season, that, that was a bad move. The pressure yeah. on top of the guy is frightening now. Yeah. Again, another yeah. major own goal by those who run our club. Um, and unfortunately, it's 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 new us. And by the way, you see what Gavin Panamere's saying there. Raskin's 
get a kind of an escape route out of this goal for some reason Sunday. He stopped too. <laughs> you know what I mean? For all he's a great big good player and think he'll he did, he stopped as well, and you're hundred percent right with that, mate. But he, but it didn't suit a lot of agendas to call that out. No. So you're absolutely bang on. James Tavernier, the podcast is right down the middle here. Right. Can I just say before before, before you move on, just before you move on, uh, I just want to put this on the screen because I actually thought that Simi was talking about me here. So I've not spoke to Sammy, but I can 100% confirm it was definitely wasn't he talking about you. <laughs> Sammy, correct me if I'm wrong, mate. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I know you well enough to go. That's definitely not you. Um, I'm in the Sammy camp here. Loving Tavern, wishing him well in his future endeavours should be in conflict. It, Man, it, was only, it was only literally, I remember a show me and Paul done probably just a year ago. And we were talking about how he would be a Hall of Fame inductee and, and he, he absolutely is a legend. It, it, it's just, you know, for me, like I was saying earlier and like Dale had touched on, once we surround him with better players, hopefully we get that talent back. And we have had a lot of changes defensively and in the management structure and the expectation that's put on him and, and, and his shoulders. We, Dale actually picked up on it and says, you know, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. And a lot of people were saying that about Conor Golson. You know, a lot of people were saying... God, I'd get rid of him. As soon as Conor Golson was out of this team, everyone was like, holy shit, look at the goals we're shipping. We're getting beat left, right and centre. Bring Conor Golson back into the team. And although, he, you know, defensively, we haven't been very sound lately, but we all notice a massive difference when he's back in that team. Once we get that defensive solidity back and that shape back, I think we might see a, a better version of Tav going forward again. I hope so. But he's not getting any younger either. And... Mm. That's where I'm kind of sitting on that situation. So, Tav, I've got Gordon in my sheet, but we'll put it in as a... Right. 50. You're on a fucking warning. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're on a fucking warning. You're on a fucking warning. Don't let it happen again. Is that a lecture and you coming out? That's, that's it, mate. That's it. The written uh, warning is wrote, by the way. Wrote. And it will see what happens. Um, Ridvan uh, Yilmaz, the enigma that is... Okay. Because he can't dislodge Borna Barisic from that position who cannot defend. <laughs> so, so, how bad is Ridvan in this situation? Okay, so Ridvan Yilmaz, I, I would be inclined to keep just because we spent so much money on him and we've not seen fuck all back. <laughs> you know, I don't know if anybody else disagrees and thinks they should try and move him on. Obviously, he'll be on a, a fair amount of wages as well. And if he isn't a part of Michael Beale's plans, which is the most important aspect to any of these discussions, he should be moved on. But if he sees a future for him and we can utilise him and we can play him, I just worry, Dale, I don't know about you, but I worry about his build and his height. I think people will target that in Scotland. Yeah, I wrote about this today on uh, on, on the website about Ridvan. I want to see more of him. He's, he falls into the McCrory bracket for me where yeah. play him the next five games and let's see if he's, uh, if he's going to be good enough for, for next season. Uh, I have my doubts. Uh, like you, I think if he can't displace Borna, um, uh, then you don't want a, a costly, almost £5 million outlay sitting on the bench. Uh, Rangers can't afford that, can they? So I don't think they'd be uh, short of offers if they're looking to sell them. Uh, of course, we've seen uh, a lot of Turkish clubs, there seems to be rumours every other week about teams sniffing about Ridvan. I'm sure uh, he'd be able to get a club, no bother. But it's just a strange... It just seems a strange signing at this point in time. He's been back fit for, for ages, hasn't he? I know he came back in against Motherwell, but that was by default when uh, Warner was allowed to go back home for the birth of his son. Then we've not really seen him until we get brought on as a sub at Hamden uh, on Sunday. So I, I heard he slept. 
I heard they slept and missed the birth, mate, but I can't confirm them. But apparently, <laughs> so fell asleep, missed the birth. I'll tell you what. What do you boys think about his uh, his uh, uh, player of the year nomination on being on the shortlist? <laughs> there should be no player of the year this year. No, I, I know. I know. <laughs> fans joke about that, don't they? Realistically, okay. fans okay. joke about that. But I mean, how how can how can how can that team? How can the fans? How can the whole event, the whole evening, go ahead and celebrate mediocrity again? Do you know what? No, it, it's it's, it's a sham. It's. Well, I was, it's I was at the, the I covered Bolton Wanderers. I was at their uh, play of the year dance on Saturday, and it was a, a buoyant, um, it was a buoyant atmosphere because they just booked their the, the position in the playoff, and the playoffs come the end of the season. They've, they've won the Papa John's Trophy. Everyone's in an upbeat mood. Everyone's having a good time. I cannot imagine what the Rangers uh, awards do is going to be like uh, after that. Are you going, Dale? Are you are you going to? I'm, I'm not. I'm not going myself. No, uh, I'm not going. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good luck, it's, it's, whoever's, it's, co- whoever's co- is comparing that one. It's nonsense. I mean, to be honest with you, if you if you if you're going to pick somebody who's been player of the season of the season, and I'm including from January, give it to Todd Cantwell. They take the piss out of us. Take the piss straight to fucking back from. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 no, you denied them water. Well done. <laughs> Aye. No. Just um, just just a if you don't mind, before we move on. Uh, but this, this, he's a 21-year-old kid, you know what I mean? And he remember when he signed for Rangers, his mum drove him to the airport, and there's pictures, and they're actually on t- Turkish TV and stuff like that of him being his parents saying goodbye to him at the airport, you know, with his wee suitcase, and he's getting a plane to come to a strange country. He gets here, doesn't speak the language, he's got nobody, takes time to settle. Then he gets injured, and he's out for almost four months injured. He comes back in, plays a couple of games... It's probably taking time to settle and stuff like that. So my opinion is there's a there's definitely a player there. Okay, we maybe paid over the odds for them, but that's that, that, but unfortunately that's just the way it was. Um Barisic is definitely going to go, in my opinion. We need, just, we need to get rid of him. So in my opinion, Barisic is out. I don't think he's going to go. You just, just, just get, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely getting rid of this guy. Well, put it this way. Put it this way, he's, he's going into the final year of his contract. Right, that's what I was going to say, Dale. You're not, you're not going to get much of a transfer fee, if any. I, I would keep him around for the season, especially if... Uh, it's, it's up to your Red fan to displace him. If he doesn't displace him, I'd be keeping him. So am I, Fiona. That's <laughs> 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 just wrecking me. Get the gym, Just deal with us. <laughs> no, Dale, I agree with you, mate. The, prob- the problem is I would try and shift him. I think the club should actively try yeah. and shift him. I think the club should say to his agent... He's been a fantastic servant. We've loved having you here, but we've got a young four million pound defender at left back who's ready to take your place. Then, if the club were to sell Red Van, then obviously you have to keep Borna because it's going to be very difficult to go out and get someone. But hopefully, they would go out and reinvest and and, and bring in an up and coming right or left back. Paul, I agree with you, mate. The problem is, is that you know again it goes back to the feelings of Ross Wilson, not of Ross Wilson in our chat, mm. by the way, the original Ross Wilson who who identified. <laughs> He identified a non-English speaking player who's never played in the league and managed to outlay four million quid on him. Now I could look over it if, if 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 we were looking at these types of players and buying them for a million quid and selling them on for four or five million. But let's be totally honest, who is going to come into Scotland out with Turkish sides who know Ridvan and go, that kid's a player, we're going to buy him for 15 million or 16 million or whatever it may be and make us a handsome profit? Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I agree with you guys, though. I think given the rest of the season, he should be given some minutes. He should be given some game time. He's been massively deprived 
But again, what does Michael Bay not see in him that he does see in Bona Barisic? And that's the big question. Bona, Bona is trying, but exactly, Bona's tried and tested with him. He knows, he knows Bona Barisic. He's probably thinks, he's oh, he'll come good. He'll come good. He'll come good. And he's not. Yeah. Same with Gavin Kent. Listen, we've all spoke about, yeah. I know we spoke about so, so, yeah. or the, the game at the weekend there. But it's the same with Kent. He kept putting his trust in his faith in Kent. He kept going back to the well and thinking, Kent's going to eventually turn this around. He's going to prove me right. And unfortunately, he hasn't. Do you know what I mean? But look, Borna Barisic went on form is a fantastic crosser of the ball. As a defender, he's hopeless. He's, as a defender, he's mm. not very good. And every time he makes a tackle or he wins a throw in, he gives it a fist pump and a cheer and all this sort of nonsense, getting the crowd going, come on, and all this crap. Look, we don't need those players. We need players who can do it on the pitch. You know what I mean? So, yeah, well, I, I think I think you should be named Player of the Year just to just so. Oh, he's on the line tonight. The big man's on the line tonight. Just to put his thin lid in this season. Let's be going about it. Horse, horse's head in the bed this evening, wow. Derek. If you don't say that, we know what's going on here. The thing is, though, at least we have someone that could step into the breach for Bonabarisic. We don't have the same in the right, and there's a the reason for that. You know what I mean? It's, it's short-sighted nonsense for the club. Again, Scott, you realise it's it's half it's come up to half seven, mate. We've only named, we've discussed five players. There's about thirty-five left to go. I know, but I, I think they might get. I think for the next few, they might. They, certainly, the next few should be probably ten seconds. Philander's the way we can pass go. it. Back. Ironically, the best defender at the club, but made of fucking chocolate, so he's away. Right. Um, Connor Goldson, my captain for next season. Stay, stay. 100%. Connor Goldson for me, even in Sunday, I know he wasn't great either, but there's a leadership thing there. There's a, I don't know, it just he just looks as though he cares. <laughs> and I'll take it, I can get through <laughs> He looks as though he cares. <laughs> so I would, I would take, I would keep. Connor Goldson. MDC he should go. No. No. So we're on the keep Connor Goldson. MD in the chat that says he should go. And we'll find he said he should go. Who? Lenny. 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 If you have you took a drink tonight? Oh, Lenny. was that maybe maybe I, maybe I was left over from the Hollander comment? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No, I look, keep keep defo. Look, keep defo. Keep all right, okay. Defo. Oh, 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 defo. <laughs> Do you remember Liverpool when we lost them for how many? Yeah. <laughs> like, almost it almost took the band there, Lenny. <laughs> oh, there we go. Davy. Davy says he would sell him. Look. Oh. Davy says he would sell him. And Curry as well. I think Curry's on the wind as well. He loves a wee wind up. Right. Mm. Why why go, right? Because at the end of the day, we've, I've explained my reasons why I think Tav should go, so has uh, Gio and Paul and, and Dell have said. Where's Dell away as well? Are you away, mate? <laughs> just, just, uh, just happens, mate. Up, yeah. Let me this is it. It had to be the moths at the door. That's what it is. Gio, Gio you're getting slapped tonight. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Steady. It's not that kind of show. Steady. Um, so Connor Goats and the majority are saying Aye. keep. He has to stay, Scott. Let's be totally honest, mate. We can't, you know, we'd we, be looking at a new goalkeeper and a whole new back forward this rate. You know, we're, we're looking, I know we effectively would love to buy a brand new team, but we're not in the position as a club to do that. You know, and we can't go out and buy and get free transfers who are going to be the same sort of quality. So the likes of him, the likes of Tav, they will inevitably stay. I think the next one probably on your list is going to be Ben Davies, if I'm not incorrect, is it? You can, you can tell Sammy's an author. Look, he's just thrown out words now, he's just ruthless now. <laughs> That's maybe the name of his next book. Don't know. Um, no, actually, Ben Davies, isn't he? It's actually John Souter. 
No, I'm going to let somebody else start with John Suter. It's hard to judge because he's hardly played any games for this. Tough one, isn't it? I thought he was unlucky to be taken out at the weekend there, but I did I did say in the in the last part, I thought he was I thought he probably would have went with that balance. Michael B likes the, the left footed, right footed balance, those centre halves, doesn't he? So and and originally at the beginning of the season he seemed a wee bit unsure where to play Suter. Suter was playing off the left, but Golson playing on the right. Again, I think we've spoken about this many times. I think John Suter came in as almost a direct replacement. The statistics last season, he was second on everything to Connor Golson. So he was basically brought in as a Connor Golson replacement until Connor Golson decided to stay. So, yeah, glass angles, give him another year. Give him a new contract. <laughs> Double his wage and give him a five year contract. He's like the new yeah. Daniel Prodan, isn't he? Remember Daniel Prodan? Did Daniel Prodan play a game? I think he played half a match and went off injured. Um, look, man, and again, again, you, you have to look at this the other way as well. These players are, are com- compared to compared to the hearts or the harmonics of the of the world. They're, they have probably gone on left those clubs and come in and, and quadrupled their wage. Now all of a sudden we're asking them potentially to leave and go back to those types of clubs. Because those are the only clubs that would take them and go back down in wage. They're not going to do it. He's only in the door a year, so I would say probably keep him. See, the thing is as well, I'm talking about pressure of Ridvan joining the club, right? At 21, foreign language, etc., etc., right? From foreign country. John Suter's joined his boyhood club, lost his brother in that year and had a horrific mm-hmm. injury as well. That's where I think we, we owe it to probably the investment in John Suter to say, right, okay, no, does he come in and he, I, I think if we start the season with Connor Goulton and John Souter as we're first pairing for centre-half, then I think we might be on to fucking problems, lads, to be quite honest with you, because I don't believe we should start the season. Maybe in a back three with somebody else, you know, and Connor Goulton, possibly. But I don't think he should start. I think what we should be looking for is John Souter then becomes backup. He then becomes the player who can come in when we've had a big European game and maybe somebody can, you know, maybe Goulton needs a rest for a cup game or whatever. And I think that's the reason why Suter should probably stay about because he's a good quality centre half to have there as backup. I don't know if you agree when with that, Dale. When, when, he, when, when he's fit. When he's fit. Well, and, that, and therein lies the issue. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure John Suter's going to be happy being a backup, to be honest. Uh, you just say he's a quality centre back, and he is. If I'm John Suter, I want to be playing games. Um, so I don't know how long that's going to last. I think, if, as I mentioned earlier, it's time for experimenting. I'd like to see the back three. Um, tried out uh, in games from here on in just to see uh if, if it works um but yeah i mean it's it's, it's okay in theory i think not he'll be okay as a, as a backup for goldson goldson doesn't really miss many games does he so um i think suter is going to be what maybe chatting on the manager's door saying here when am i going to get a look in um which he's right right to do i think he, i think he, he was he did pretty well when he came in when, when goldson yeah. was out there um perhaps unlucky to be Dropped for the uh, for the semi final. Even though I thought uh, Ben Davis did uh, did relatively well, he, he had Kyo in his back pocket for much of the game. But um, I Suter for me, it's, it's an interesting one. You, def, you definitely keep a hold of him, but I think he's one of the ones that's going to go here. If I'm not getting game time, then uh, I want to maybe pursue my career elsewhere. Paul, I'm going to let you take over the next one because it's Ben Davies and we all know that I'm not really Ben Davies' biggest fan. I don't like a shite bag in a Rangers jersey. I don't like a shite bag. And this, but, but this is purely my opinion and not the opinion of the entire podcast, I should say. Purely my opinion. I don't like a, a shite bag at centre-half that plays for Rangers. I don't like somebody when they go to get the ball, like Joa at Parkhead, that they allow it to come by them the way they did and they don't blotter it into Rose Ed where it should have went. 
Um, so, Paul, see, Ben Davies, keep on. You, 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 you pretty much summed up. I'm not going to talk about Ben Davies, but I don't. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, blah. it gets in my nerves. Yeah. And then I, you, 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 base, you basically done a me there, didn't you? You just said, I'll, I'll keep it short, concise, and sweet, and you just waffled on. No, Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm with. Richard Goff, sitting watching the game at Parkhead. Right, he and he goes. sees the Rangers centre half day. That what is Richard Goff day? The fact that Richard Goff's still alive at this present moment is a miracle because he should have been having heart attacks at that. He should have been going off. He's not and kicking his tail in. Apologies. Yeah, no, I think I think <clears throat> mass consensus amongst the Rangers support and possibly amongst the podcast here as well is that Ben Davis will be sold and he should be sold. Uh, in my opinion, um, he's had a few good games. His positioning. At times has been great. It has been questionable as well. Um, but when it's been great, it's been against the sort of lesser teams. And when it's been questionable, it's been against obviously decent teams. And when it's been absolutely atrocious, and it's been cataclysmic mistakes, has been in big games. So in my opinion, Ben Davis will be so nice guy. Met him. Nice guy. But unfortunately, as you say, poor decision making, bit of a shite bag. Heart of a fucking shrew. So, bye bye. <laughs> Dale, see at Liverpool, they had to ask one of the Rangers staff if it was all right to maybe do an interview because Rahman asked him if he could do an interview with him and Ben didn't know the answer yeah. to that question. I just, I, just for then, I got a vibe. I just went, mm, this What was guy's that? What, what, did he, what did he do? Rahman went up to him and said, Could yeah. you okay to do an interview? And Ben then went, and he done this kind of. You know, kind of nodding. No, like, like, mm, don't know. And then he yeah. kind of went out to somebody for the for the media team at Rangers and went, said something as if, should I do this interview? Just fucking have a bit of conviction and either say, no, I'm not doing it. Here's the reasons, or I am doing it. Here's the reasons. Fucking grow a pair of balls, man. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. A, a lot of supporters are, he is a bit laid back, isn't he? And, uh, for me, I think he's a good defender. I think he'll do well at an English Championship club or even a team in the bottom half of the, the, the English Premier League. Um, he needs a dominant centre-back uh, beside, beside him. him. Um, spoke to one of the guys that, that played with him at, at Preston, and he says he was a dominant centre-half and he just let David Davis was more the ball carrier, uh, which is what he is. He likes to play the ball out from the back, of course, and let left-sided centre-backs come at a premium. Um, a lot of clubs want one in, in their team, so I don't think Rangers... Uh, we'll have any trouble finding uh, a potential buyer for him. But um, yeah, it wouldn't be any surprise to see him move on uh, in in the summer, I would say. Um, but I thought he did well on Sunday. Listen, it was a big call for the manager to play Davis ahead of uh, Suarez. I, I understand why he did it, because it gives up that balance. And I think he and Goldson um, built up a pretty decent partnership together um, when Goldson was fit. Uh, and I thought, I, thought he was, uh, I thought he was decent. Uh, on Sunday, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was uh, moved on. I think it's widely uh, thought of that Michael Beale wants to bring in another left-sided centre-back. Of course, Hollander's going to be away. If Davis goes, then what, you're looking at a couple there, aren't you, unless you, you keep Leon King around? Yeah, was there much interest in Davies, do you know, before Rangers stepped in and got him? I mean, I, I, I personally had not heard much about him until obviously Liverpool had signed him, and even then he couldn't get a game ahead of Jordan Henderson, who was obviously a midfielder dropping into centre-back, so I was quite shocked that we went out and got him. Again, I wouldn't have minded, but except we spent a hell of a lot of money on him and Redvan at the same time. I think a combined fee of close to 10 million, nine, 10 million for the two of them. So it seemed like a big chunk, a big outlay on him. And I know he's relatively young, but 
I think it was more reputationally. He came in on, wasn't it, on the back of that move to Liverpool and stuff? But again, yeah. I hadn't I hadn't heard from him. I don't watch a lot of English football, to be honest, but I still hadn't heard a lot of him. Yeah, it was a strange sign in Liverpool when when they brought him in. Obviously, they yeah. had a bit of a defensive crisis, just went out and bought him, but then never played him. He went out to Sheffield United on loan uh, and, and done reasonably well for, for, for them. And then, uh, I, so he's, he's not played in the top flight yet. And uh, Liverpool will be... Uh, uh, I mean, four million quid for a guy that's never played uh, any any football yeah. for them. They'll be, yeah. they'll, they'll be delighted with that. But uh, I can't recall any other club sort of sniffing about them at, at that time. But I, I don't think Rangers uh, will be short of offers if, if they know that if they're going to be uh, offloading them in, in the summer. Like I said, mm. left-sided centre-backs come at a premium usually. So hopefully they can recoup most of the, the outlay that they spent on, on them and, uh, if, if they are looking to, looking to get rid of them. I hear from Nottingham Forest uh, are, are sniffing around. <laughs> you know, 35 million, 35 million. <laughs> By the way, just picture the scene in the Liverpool boardroom, right? And they're saying, we've spent this money on Ben Davies. He's no played. We're going to need to get him out now because we need to make space on our squad. Who's going to, how are we going to get a return on this guy? What's going to happen here? And then you hear, and they look out the window in the boardroom door. And they can't see him, so they go back to talk Ross Wilson again. <laughs> and they open the door this time, and Ross Wilson standing there going, Four million pounds is that what it'll take to get there? You go, and there lies the fucking problem. <laughs> shite, utter here, shite. Here, never put it done already. Out of us, haven't they? They got seven million for oh. Kent, four million for Davies, and the pump is seven one in the Champions League. That's not bad. And they just give us a shot of Gerard for a couple of years. Win I know, like, I know. And that was that. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and, apparently, they, they, they bought a massive consignment of the uh, Champions League commemorative Liverpool Rangers matches. Uh, the seven ones, those, oh, by uh, the way, prints. just just on that, I, 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 when it was at the League Cup final, I, I met, I bumped into the guy who actually photographed that print. He just goes around game. He gets asked by a, a photography company to go around and just take one panel. Of these big games and they sell them on uh, and he told me that he was a man that, that done that and he was telling me all about of course all the big Ferrari uh, about it and all that but he says they sold bucket loads of them he, he said you'd be surprised how many they, they sold like hotcakes those uh, those uh, panels and I was like really and he says he was surprised Rangers obviously pulled it when uh, uh, fans got win but he says they were, they were selling loads of them so what, what by from Celtic fans maybe but uh, yeah unreal <laughs> Why would you need the fans to go after them, not to pull that? <laughs> I mean, here yeah, you go. So, so <laughs> no, that, 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 that sums the boards and part of the old board up nicely. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just keep kids keep milking the cash cow. Just keep <laughs> doing it. Just keep doing it. Right, I was going to do an action there, but it might become a meme. So I'm not going to bother. <laughs> Watch what you're doing now. <laughs> um, Bono Barisic, I'm going to put the kettle on. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, go, I think we've discussed them probably enough. MD, MD in the stay for Bono Barisic. No. I'm, I'm keeping no. them around, I've got to say, unless he's a buyer. <laughs> oh, this guy, honestly, why? You, you, you just, you, you're my antagonistic, isn't you? Here, Did Scott, you, are we breaking this down into a week? you think, are we doing defenders and goalkeeper this week? Next week, we're in midfield. I know, mate. The week after, we're doing strikers, are we? Look at the time. Oh, Look at the time. It's mental, right? We'll, we'll fly through the last two for defence because they're two young boys and I don't think any of them will be moved on, know that they should be. Leon King, a lot of people maybe took Leon King um, for his performance, some performances this season and maybe thought that he's no got it. But I'd like to remind people that he was 18 <laughs> and we need to give these kids time to, to develop. 
Um, he should never been chucked in in a Champions League match at any time. That just shows you how poor a recruitment's been that, that, that he was in mm-hmm. there. So, Leon King, stay, develop, probably go out on loan. Yeah, great. You know, get the game time, things like that. Surprised yeah. he hasn't got a wee bit more game time since since Michael Baines come in. And I mean, even just throwing him on for 10 minutes here and there towards the end of games. But um, yeah, look, at 18 years of age, to, to, to go away and play so many games, playing the Champions League, make your debut away to Liverpool and all that sort of stuff, has to stay. Has to stay at least to see if he can fulfil his potential for another year or two. Yep, and this this year's a cracking quote. We would definitely miss Bonner's assist, but he's a bit of a fairy, to be honest. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Shape back, go. Bonner <laughs> back pass. Bonner back pass. So Leon Boom. King is, is definitely a keep. Adam Devine must be a keep because we have nobody yep. else to cover for, for James. And not only that, it, the games we've seen him play, he was he was he was very impressive. And he was playing yes. back at the time, I remember. So yeah. because Bono was, was injured and Ritham was injured. So, yeah, I would definitely keep Adam Vine and then he was it because basically on his um, appearances and the performances, playing out of position. Yep. So that brings us nicely into the midfield. Rangers have Whoa! the biggest midfield I have ever seen. Ever. It's, 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 my, it's my huge. It's a huge midfield. So we'll try and go right through it. Right. Okay. So here we go. Who goes? You decide. Apart from Leipzig Lundstrom, if he's still on, I know if, if Leipzig and Dortmund Lundstrom's about, then keep him. But yeah, if all yeah, the other Lundstroms yeah. are around, then probably don't. Mate. And again, like Dell says, English, English midfielders and um, are probably at a, at a bit of a commodity at the minute, so we could get some cash for him as well, which wouldn't be too bad. I thought he was good on Sunday, right enough. That was the first time he's turned up in, in months, I think. But exactly, uh, Dell. Yeah, that run he made as, as well, and, and when he, he sort of took it from his own box to the edge of theirs, that was the first yeah. time you've actually seen him do that sort of stuff. Yeah. And he seemed to be putting himself about a wee bit more. He seemed, but a wee bit more controlled aggression. But again, yeah. man, it's, he, he hasn't he hasn't turned up this season at all, has he? I mean, no. the look we were spoiled. The Lundstrom that we seen towards the end of last season, when and all the, the European games he played, and dropping into centre back and and. And bursting forward and stuff, he was phenomenal at times. But I mean, he got his own song. Do you know what I mean? But this year, I, mean, he, I think. I mean, if again, if we could get some money on him, then I would say let him go. Yeah, I, I would just say to him, you're not going to play next year. It's probably best if you try and find your club mm-hmm. somewhere else. Sheffield United are going back up into the Premier League, so maybe he could go down there. I don't know. Um, MDL disagree with we, we getting Lundstrom to go because um, big wages as well, isn't he? Huge. They, they, they make a call on it because he, he's another one entering his final year, so go yeah, now. It's time to get out. All right, go yeah. now. Um, and thanks for Leipzig, but really, that's all you delivered that in Dortmund, really. And that's it. Um, Yanis Hadji. Really, really difficult because Yanis has been we really um, a horrendous injury. Yanis should really be in the team constantly from now until the summer um, because Yanis needs to prove, his fitness needs to prove that he's that he's capable. I think we all see the talent there. But, um, Del, what do you think about Hadji? Good player, but... Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I'm like you, Scott. I want, I want to see more of him between now and the end of the season. I think I, I was one thinking here, give him a pre-season and just come back next season after his injury, but... It remains to be seen if he can recapture the form that he was in before he get he get that injury. I, I'm not so sure. I would like to have seen him more yeah. than what we have done. Um, 
Jury's out on that one. If they can find a buyer again, I think he's someone, he's, he's got a bit of a reputation in Europe, um, so I don't think Rangers would be short of offers if they're looking to offload him. And if it's Need to... some money. Exactly. If it's to fund some of the rebuild, then uh, then I think Rangers are packed in that sort of attacking midfield area. So um, if they were to receive an attempt and offer, I might be uh, uh, inclined to sell. But I want to see a bit more of Haji, um, especially yeah, on Sunday and then going forward, I think. Gio, if some of the rumours are to be believed as well about some of the attacking midfielders that possibly coming into the club, mm. you have to see where does Yanis Hadji fit in then? Yeah, it's hard to see, mate, isn't it? Because he doesn't have that that, that pace or acceleration to to go beyond the player and be a, be an out and out winger. But he plays in sort of that that Cantwell role. But Cantwell seems to have a wee bit more about him, a wee bit more off the ball work ethic than, than maybe Hadji does. And I'm not saying that Hadji doesn't have that. Reputationally, like the guys are saying, he, he does have a really good reputation around Europe. Um, and again, it was only a couple of seasons ago. I think last season, a season and a half ago, he was he was being touted as maybe a seven, eight million pound move to Lazio, I think, of all teams in Italy. I think a couple of Italian teams were sniffing around him. So yeah. look, he, he has a good reputation. Obviously, that that value's dropped massively. But listen, the club were the club, you know, saw enough in him to want to give him a new contract and, and they extend his contract. So, you know, who knows? Um it might be a gamble, but like Dell says, I would I would hope that he would get some minutes between now and the end of the season and a couple of starts at least because he's obviously fit enough. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I understand the reluctance not to throw him in sometimes when he's coming back from a bad injury. But the guy's been fit for a long time. Now get him back on the team. Let's see what he can do. Maybe he'll even increase his value slightly if he gets a couple of goals. Paul, anywhere on Hadji, just just quickly before we, we move did, on. There's not, it's not much to say apart from um, what I, I kind of agree with the guys are saying. You know, I'm, I'd like to see more of them. Um, will we get the, the Hadji goals? The um, problem is his brain and his feet work far, work about four or five steps ahead of the rest of the team. So he does things and nobody runs into space. He mm-hmm. falls in places. So so he's 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 thinking way ahead of his teammates running about him. So. But then again, Paul, get those well, better players then, around him, mate. Yeah, I say, you've, you've, you've you know. got that now. Yeah, yeah. But, but the issue, but he's, but, but on the flip side of that is the fact he is, uh, he's had a serious injury now. Um, will he probably be the Hadji of old? Um, he's one of the probably the only, probably one of the only saleable sellable assets we actually have now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and that is a damning, damning indictment of the way our previous equipment, Ross Wilson and the, and the board. Absolutely shocking that we're in that position. Um, so I think if a good offer comes in, there's a chance he will go. However, um, he has been given a new contract, and Michael Beal really, 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 really likes him, really rates him. And actually said well, he was one of the reasons uh, Beal came back to the club because he was the only player he kept in constant, constant contact with. So again, no, no, he, no, he dragged the Hadji situation out. But when Ryan Kent suit for for the few weeks just before the Old Firm game. Why do we not see Hadji in a starting berth then? Why do we not see Hadji as the go-to man instead of Kent on Sunday? If he rates probably him because, highly. Probably because he's serious injury and didn't want to risk him. I think as well he doesn't want Hadji to be tarnished with a shite bag of a season. Probably. <laughs> and maybe his plans for Hadji next season, that might well be the case. I don't know. Only Michael Bill can answer that. Unleash the Hadji. I would certainly get him in the team for now to the end of the season. And yes, definitely. play the guy constantly and see where we go for there. Um, a player that I absolutely love... Ryan Jack, fitness issues really, really worry me. If Ryan Jack could keep fit, I would have no qualms with the club off Ryan Jack in our contract. The problem is, Ryan Jack cannot stay fit. He's another one who's made the chocolate. Paul, I'll start with you this time. I would love to see him stay against sentiment and all that, like the Tav thing, basically, but I think it's probably time to pull the trigger and admit it's, it's time to move on. 
this is this is a horrible one because we all love Ryan Jack. We all know what he brings, and he's when he's when he plays and he's fit, he's probably the best midfielder at the club in that position. He's certainly a position, you know, he, he breaks attacks down really well. He offers good defensive cover. Excuse me, good defensive cover. Problem is, he, he just can't stay fit. And I think we have to be brutally honest. We are in a position now where sentimentality is out the window. So I'm very sorry, Ryan. I absolutely love you to bits, but I think we have to cut our ties and say goodbye. Any of you two disagree with that? Would you keep Ryan Jack on? I would be tempted to, but I know someone mentioned the other day a, a sort of page you play deal, but you, they, they don't really exist anymore. I'm not entirely sure Ryan Jack would accept that, but uh, the, the injury is concerning. Concerns me. He's just on the treatment table too often, isn't he? But when he when he's fit, when I mean, we've seen that Easter Road in, the, in, in that game when they blew Hibs apart, he, he was terrific. Um, so that that's what sort of leads me. I, I would perhaps maybe give him a, another year. Um, but I'm, I'm undecided, I've got to admit, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I'm a bit on the fence with that one. I'm, I'm the same as Dale. I'm, I'm, I'm the same as Dale. I, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because we've seen what Ryan Jack can be. We've seen this fantastic marauding midfielder. He can score goals. There was this couple of, I think it was two seasons ago, and during 55, and he was, was brilliant. He was really, really good, and he carried the team, and then he got injured towards the end. But again, you know, at this rate, we're going to be needing a whole a whole new team. I think we'll need about 25 players brought in, because everyone, wants, everyone wants yeah. to go. But again, you know, if, if we could get Ryan, Ryan Jack fit for 20 or 30 games, would you keep him? I would probably say yeah. But again, is he going to be on big wages compared to the rest of the, the imports and stuff like that and potentially another midfielder? Yeah. Don't know. By the way, it's, it's a good point Chris makes it an obvious Scotland yeah. Um And I like Alex's comment as well. We can't afford to be sentimental with these players as well. We're having so many problems. We need younger, fitter, hungrier, reliable players. Set like a cook all over the park. Our players can't match that fitness. Totally agree with that as well. And that's probably why I would sway towards Ryan Jack. Thanks, but see you later on yeah. now at the end of the season. We need energy, uh, Scott, don't we? We need energy in that midfield. And that's that's been evident definitely throughout mate. this entire season and and, to, and and obviously last season. Where we have got, went in the past with the Glenn Kamaras and the, and the Jacks and the Lundstroms, who are, are not as energetic on the ball, but more tacticians and more footballers, that something have brought in energy and we don't have that. And Ryan Jack is never going to be that anymore. He's hitting the he's hitting those those very early thirties. He's not going to the injury record can only, let's be honest, get worse as opposed to getting better. Next one on the list, again, worthy of his Hall of Fame status, but I wouldn't have put him in it this time, this year. I would have waited till he'd left the club. Stephen Davis, fantastic servant for the club, over three spells, which many people forget. A terrific player for Rangers um, over the years. A, a real, probably one of the real quality players we've had at our club over the last, what, 15 years or so. Um, gutted that he's he's injured and he'll no, he'll no get to say cheerio. But Stephen Davis, for me, is one who has to leave at the end of the season as well. He'll be on a decent wage. He's now getting to that stage in his career. Although he's been relatively injury-free compared to Ryan Jack. Um, obviously, this one's a badging, but... Del, he's 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 got to move on now, isn't he? It's time time to get rid. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, he's been a great servant, like you say, Scott. Um, absolute legend of, of the club, and I hope uh, he gets over that that that, that injury that, that he suffered. It's such a shame. Uh, it, it didn't get doesn't get a, a proper send off. Hopefully, he's back and he can maybe feature in that uh, McGregor testimonial in the summer, perhaps. But uh, yeah, yeah Rangers need need to move on. I wonder if you if you keep on playing maybe at another club who knows but uh yeah it's time to move on from Stephen Davis but uh yeah absolutely fantastic servant 
Gio, maybe move into a coaching side at Rangers in terms of I, youth, I, youth coaching? Yeah, I, th- I think so, mate. But I think, like Dell says, I think he wants to. He's very passionate about playing for Northern Ireland still and continuing that on. He, he, you know, he, he's into this. He sees himself as, as obviously he's the captain of the country. He sees himself as a bit of a, a leader and he wants to nurture the, the, the younger talent through. You know, you know my thoughts on Dave. He, he's absolutely class. And I do believe I, with this injury, he had the potential to play for another year with more younger, energetic players around him. We only need Dan. I know I laugh and I call him the Ulster Pierlo and all that, but that's what Andre Pierlo's done. They, they put him in, but they put lots of energetic, hungry players in and around him. And, and, and Dave could have done that bar that injury. I think this injury is going to take a couple of yards off him and, and, and maybe slow him down. Um, I'd heard wee rumours. I don't know uh, what, if there was much substance to it about, you know, obviously the potential to maybe go to St. Mirren if he did leave and, and player player coach under the likes of um, Robinson over there. But I don't know, mate. I don't, I couldn't say, I, I would, I think it's time to let him go and, and start to bring the, the younger players in and, and unfortunately keeping Dave there. And again, like Dale was saying, they, these sort of pay-as-you-play contracts, they're not there anymore. They went out the window with player-manager contracts, didn't they? You don't really, yeah. you know, you don't really get that anymore. And it's it's a shame because someone like Dave would, would want a big wage. But again, like a lot of the guys have said in the comments, our sentiment is, is unfortunately we can't rely on sentiment because we don't have the funds and we don't have the time to, to let these players get minutes when there's younger, hungry players coming in. Alex makes a good point. Ericsson died in the pitch and has come back quicker than Phil Hollander has. Very, very true. <laughs> um, Todd, Todd Cantwell, I think we're all in the... Like, if, if that's the standard of player that we are going for under Michael Beale, then I think we'll be okay. Todd Cantwell is not even yeah. asking the question. No. Decent, decent player for Rangers, hopefully, yeah. going forward. Surprise, I'm pleasantly I'm surprised at his work, work ethic as well. Really surprised at his work yeah. ethic. And I've said this quite yeah. a few times, you know, pleasantly surprised. I, I tell you what, he done a hit... He didn't do a lot on the ball last weekend, but he did a hell of a lot off the ball, and I, I was yeah. really chuffed with that. I'm more surprised Dale has to say sell, just to wind me up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we've literally went one player over halfway through, and it's a one hour and one minute. Uh, <laughs> tell you before we started. We're going to speed up, lads. Rabbi Matondo, yeah. one word, keep or sell? Sell. Sell. Dale. I'd like to see more of him from here until the end of the season. I think he should should have maybe started on on Sunday instead of of Kent based on on what was served up. But uh, I'd want to see more of him. Uh, It was was exciting to see when when he first joins in pre-season. I went over for the the Union game in Belgium and all the fans were speaking about just wanting to see more of him because he he was sensational, wasn't he, in those pre-season friendlies? Uh, and then for whatever reason, um, it looks like he's never seen a football in his life. But uh, <laughs> I think if they can recoup the £2 million, then I'd probably be inclined to sell. But I want to see more of him to make a more uh, balanced judgment. Another on a big salary as well, Dale, isn't he? Yeah, he, he will be, yeah. Um, so it's one of those it? ones. Uh, I think if you get, you get your money back, then then I think you cut your losses and, and say goodbye mm-hmm. to Rabi. I agree. If that money matches, if a bid comes in that, that means we don't lose out on any money, then fair enough. I would I would let him go. If no, I think for these next five games, at least Rabbi Matondo has to start and, yeah. and show that he's worthy of a Rangers jersey. If he does that, if he does that, then maybe. Maybe there's a chance. I don't know. There's a lot of people saying keep. There's some people saying go. He's dividing opinion, as he would do. There's not many, many people that have been impressed by Rabbi Matondo. Rightly so. He's not done a lot in a Rangers jersey. Um, I think the next one will probably be a wee bit clearer. Glenn Kamara. 
Chile the rest. Far, 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 far too pedestrian. He makes may, may Brian the snail from the Magic Roundabout look speedy. I think at this time, I think at this rate, mate, I think the of us four could get a game before Kamara. Michael Bale obviously doesn't have any trust in him at the minute, so... Somebody um, see shape back there. Uh, I think I think the four of us real. could probably get a game before him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would, I would, I would get rid of him a hundred percent. Dell, good player, very good player, been a good player for Rangers, but overstayed his welcome. No, through his fault, through the club's fault, should have been sold after fifty-five. Yeah, I uh, totally agree. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, Thanks for the memories, Glenn. But uh, yeah, see you later. I think uh, I think they can recoup a bit of money. It'd be interesting to see how much money they do get for them. Um, fifty grand, fifty. Grand. <laughs> well, they'll make a profit on them. Put it that way. Ah, exactly. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, if Ross Ross was here, play number thirty-five. <laughs> Scott, Scott Wright next. Just because of what I said last week, I'm keeping Scott Wright. Okay. I'm keeping Scott right. And I'll tell you why I'm keeping Scott right. No, I'm kidding. Scott right, get the fuck as well. Go, beat it. Go. See you. MDL. What the fuck is wrong with you? No, he's away. I mean, he's away. He's away. told he can get a new club. Yeah. 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 Nandy off a ball. <laughs> joking, joking aside, poor lad. Um, I, I wish him... I, he's obviously... He's, he, uh, for the off, I wish him nothing but the... the best for the rest of his career if, if he has one um, and certainly for the rest of his life poor lad I would love to see Dell. I'd love to see Nandy off a board if he goes obviously which it looks likely go and have a career somewhere and show that, that his health is is obviously you know in a, in a good yeah. good place because nobody likes to see that sorry nobody likes to see any, any player injured but especially not that man yeah the thing, thing with Andy um, last year when when, when, when oh, no, two years ago coming up when, when he signed um I wrote a piece just speaking to ex-teammates of his, and even the captain at Bournemouth, uh, Steve Cook, I think his name is, yeah. says he was he was outstanding coming through the youths. Uh, his boys saying that he would play in the Premier League down south, no problem, and he was such a, a quality player uh, when he was playing at Wickham and what have you. So it's such a shame we've not seen any of him. Um, yeah. I mean, his health comes first, of course, but uh, yeah, I think he, he was a right talent. I can understand why Rangers were looking to bring him up to, to the club. Jack Simpson, of course, was a bit of a disaster, but by all accounts, Namdi would have been um, just what he's a bit of a destroyer in that, that midfield. And God, just what we need. Exactly, exactly. I know. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I mean, Michael Beale did uh, sort of expand on his condition a few, uh, a month or two ago about um, what his situation is. And it's must be. Uh, uh, heartbreaking for, for for the lad joining Rangers, dream move, and then not being able to train or anything like that. So, um, just hope he gets back to. So, do we know anything about him, Dale? Have you heard anything through the grapevine? Is there, I mean, does it look like he can potentially get back, or is it serious? Well, he's doing. Apparently, he's, he's, he's following doctor's orders, which is he's been told to do exercises like all us could do. If you yeah. know what I mean, he's not yeah. able to join in with his teammates or anything like that. So, it must be frustrating for him that he, that he can't. Get involved or anything like that, but um, yeah, we've seen. Well, we, we posted on Instagram, didn't you? Which caused a wee bit yeah, of a stushy yeah. uh, <laughs> a month or so ago. But um, I'm told it wasn't anything directed at Rangers. But listen, hopefully, he gets back to to, to fitness and, uh, and and full health soon, because um, that, that's first and foremost. And then we'll see what happens Absolutely. after that. But uh, yeah, it's, a, it's been a, it's been a shame for him. The only thing that's not been directed at Rangers recently, isn't it, really? Because everything else has been fucking directed at them. <laughs> um, this one will break my heart lightly um, because I am a huge fan. It's Scott Arfield. We've just got Scott Arfield too late in his career now. Scott Arfield should be 
a Rangers midfielder from the get-go to the end because I just I love everything that Scott Affleck. See what I said earlier about shite bags? That is the total opposite to what Scott Affleck does. That guy is an absolute warrior mm. who would run through a brick wall for that jersey. And unfortunately, age, you know, time is just catching up with him ever so slightly. Still, I thought he made a difference when he came on on Sunday, which is probably... Tells you a lot about our team, to be fair. But yeah. Scott Arfield, I absolutely love, and I wish him nothing but the best in whatever that he does in his career, um, whether it's coaching or whether it's going to Falkirk, as we kind of hinted last week that probably would happen. But what a player, Gio. But you know, love just, him, just love him. Too late, I absolutely man. love him, Mary. Just he's so good that you know, you see the way you see the wee video clips, and obviously, we don't get to see the inner bits of it, but you see the, the video clips and interacting with teammates, and he's just such a such a positive guy, and he, he, he will. And I mean, I mean, I, I, that my, my big memory from Scott Arfield was obviously the two goals against Aberdeen that deprived them, deprived them of a win. But obviously, that first goal that he scored against Liverpool and made us all believe that we could actually, you know, win that Champions League tie. But what, what a guy! You know, what a player as well, irrespective of the man. What a player! You know, that late run, those late runs into the box, some of those goals and his finishes, absolutely phenomenal. Again, I hope he gets some game time before the end, but. Again, another one who's probably on a big wage, and and yeah, you're right, mate. If, if we had got Scott Arfield five years before we got him, you know, it would have been a completely different story, I reckon. But look, what a man, love him. I'm, I'm a fully paid up member of the Scotty Arfield loyal, so keep it going. Paul Dell, I wrote Golden, and I've scrubbed it out and put keep. If I'm using my sentiment card, right, I'm using it on Scott Arfield. James Tavernier, the likes, they could go. Scott Arfield is my sentiment card getting played. I'd keep Scott Arfield, and it was people in the chat that said as well, give him another year. I agree with you completely. Give Scott Arfield one more year in that jersey. Um, oh, you go, Dale. You go first. No, I'd be tempted with like you, Scott. He, he gives his all, doesn't he? I loved, I yes. loved his uh, 50-50 when he uh, started the second half and son, Sunday on McGregor. It sort of set the tone, didn't it? Yeah, he, uh, he bleeds blue and he'll run through a brick wall for you. So... Uh, It'll be a, a a sad goodbye if he's going to leave. I think he's going to yes. do a turn if he joins some any any other club. I think he, I know he's got his tie-ins with, with Falkirk, but I think he's better than what we're yeah. League One at the moment. Yeah, um, I think he's better than that. But uh, yeah, him and Jack are the ones that are out of contract that I'm sort of deliberating over. On the uh, I would say. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not, I'm undecided. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pity deal because if you're going to say keep him up and say sell, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to wind you up. Um, no, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm with you guys. It's, it's a bit of a tough one. This one, the old segment, you try to push it to the side. But what I would say, I think uh, if we, uh, I would keep him, but on the proviso, he understands he is going to be, he will not start every match, he may start the occasional match, um, but he will be an impact sub from the bench because that's his. We said it for last season, possibly too. That's his best thing. He's coming on because the runs he makes behind when defenders get tired, he's got fresh, kind of fresh legs. He's he's getting older. I, I probably get that. So I, I kind of swither and sway. I think no, just segment. You know, it's th- thanks for your thanks for your services as we go. But then you realise what he brings to the party, both on and off the park. So I would say right now, give him a new extension, but in the proviso he. He, he understands he will not be a, he will not be a starter. He's a, he's a squad player, but he will be utilised. Saturday night dance. I like the week. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. We're all in the Scotty Arfield fan club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your salute was wrong there, mate. Sorry. No. 
<laughs> but again, again, lads, here's the problem. You know, if we do, if we do have this massive clear, right, we are going to need some players who know the league. If we, you know, unless we start bringing in SPL players, which we're probably not. Let's be honest, we don't seem to do that very often. So we're going to we're going to bring all these players in who, who don't necessarily know the league. Having a Scotty Arfield around wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. You know, again, he's 34. He'll be 35, and I think on October, November. You know, he's obviously getting to that stage, but I do think, again, like you, Scott, I'm probably being a wee bit sentimental in this, but, you know, he is the type of player that you can bring on in the last 20, 30 minutes of games, and that still is valuable. Again, at the beginning of the season, that seemed to be the role for Stephen Davis as well, remember, where he wasn't necessarily starting, but they were bringing him on, and they were he was just dictating the tempo of the game, and I know Scott Arfield's a slightly different player, but maybe there is a bit of a, play, a position still there for him. Definitely. Even in the background, Coming on as a bit part player. Scott Arfield, the mayor think about it. I harp Scott Arfield. Um Nico Raskin, when he learns how to play to the whistle, is a fantastic player. <laughs> um, and I would keep, keep certainly keep Nico Raskin. He's an investment in Young, the, uh, uh, yeah. if he goes if he goes on and achieves his potential, we'll certainly make one of, a lot of money. One of, one, of, one of the four you definitely keep. Yeah, hundred percent. So we don't need to talk about him. No. Fact, Dale, we've no no heard for you actually. How how have you been impressed? By, have you have you been impressed with Nico Raskin? I have a lot. Sunday, I thought he was maybe a wee bit off it, but I think mm. do I think he's a hundred percent fit? To be honest, uh, oh, I know he's he's uh, at fault for the goal. One of one of the players that are at fault for the Celtic goal, but uh, it wasn't his best of games. I don't think he still bat- battles hard and all that. Yeah. I've been impressed with him. Uh, I like him. I think he's going to be a great player for for Rangers. Just put in. Decent players in and around him, and I think he'll, he'll prosper. Um, so, yeah, uh, he gets a thumbs up for me. Next one, a youth player, Alex Lowry. Um, huge potential. We've seen him play well in a Rangers jersey. There must be something, though, behind the scenes. Has to be. I know he's it? lost his mum this year, and yeah. that'll be a factor in this it's season. It's not just that. I, I, it's, it's his attitude. I mean, it's, um, um, I know that Van Bronckhorst has problems with it. It seems that Beals has problems with it. He's, he's been told... You know, to wind his neck in, put his socks up, and get a grip of himself. And that was before he's. And I know it's unfortunate, his mum, and I'm desperately sorry for the boy. But if your attitude is wrong, yeah. if your attitude is wrong, then you know what I mean. There is rumours he's been held up against the dressing room wall by a certain player um, and told to stop to wind his fucking neck in and all that sort of stuff. So. Oh, that wasn't Tav. It wasn't Ben Davies. <laughs> it wasn't Borna Parasic. So probably Alan McGregor comes into the reckoning for that. Scotty Arfield, I thought, probably. I thought, I, th- I thought you'd heard this. No, no. Listen, listen. I just get, I just, I just don't deal in rumours, mate. Right? I just tend to leave yeah. it. But, but if he has, then good on you. Whoever done that, good so, on you. So, it's, all, it's all to do with being a young boy, Billy Big Boots, you know, seeing better players than you, founder. Yeah. Get a grip of yourself. Tav does have the balls. I like it. There you go. I like it. Right, the next one, we'll probably take to about quarter to nine and we don't want that, so we need to keep it short. <laughs> okay. Hi, hi. I hope the, the, the party was good at Edmondson House. Anyway, Malik Tillman. Sell. Obviously, no, he's don't, not, don't, don't sell. He's, don't sell. He's, he's, not, not, he's not a player. No, I know don't he's sell. not a player, but he's in our squad at the moment and it's the current squad. Yeah. And we have an agreement in place where we could sign him if we wanted to. Exactly. My problem is I believe Malik Tillman is an expensive luxury. He's somebody who I do think works hard. I do think has improved that side of his game. 
But unfortunately, with the rebuild that's required at Ibrox, I don't know if we have enough money to do that and perform that and complete that and also sign Malik Tillman. At the end of 55, had you went out and signed Malik Tillman, probably I would have accepted something like that. Do you know what I mean? Because it's I, a wee bit of investment. But I'm, I'm getting deja vu here. I've sure heard this before. You have. You have. You've heard this before in a five-minute voice note earlier on. So... We'll go to the chat. MDLs disagree with me. Would MD sign Malik Tillman? I know Gio, uh, Gio Del, you had a, an article about Tillman and stuff like you had an article about Kent as well. It's Kent the one in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what they what, say what, is, oh, is it value for money? Del, where can people read these? Oh. Uh, read these fantastic articles you're talking about. Where can people read them, mate? Uh, the Rangers Review, Gio. Thanks very much for, for yes. teaming me up there. Uh, I'll uh, the Rangers I mean, Review. I mean, how much is that a month? <laughs> Uh, at the moment, it's two ninety nine, but we do have offers on uh, all the time, so uh, there will be another one soon. We had a, we were giving away a tour at Ibrooks uh, recently last week. Uh, we are a club legend. I'm not too sure who the club legend is. Um, but it's, not, it's, not, it's not Ian Black or anything like that, so don't worry about that. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Generally, mate, cracking stories. I, I, I subscribe to We Wedding. I love them, mate. I, I think it's class, and it's good to read. It's good to read, obviously, and obviously you have a range of slant of things. You're always got the blue tinted glasses on, but you do come at it from a from an objective point of view as well. So it is good to read. I mean, I, I used to subscribe to the the Athletic, but I cancelled that mate and just took up for yourself. So top man, stuff, mate. love it. Uh, anyway, that. thank you. They run offers whenever Rangers win, so there won't be another offer until next season. <laughs> pre-season, mate. There's bound to be a pre-season win, isn't there? I speak to Joshua and Johnny all the time, so I get, I get all the info from them. Somebody uh, said in the chat earlier, Adele, that you have to tell Johnny to talk shite, so I'll leave that out of you, mate. Adele, genuinely, mate, see the way, th- see the way uh, morning things you just do as well. If, I, if I'm working from home or anything, or, or I'm off or whatever, those wee ones in the morning, the wee daily updates in the morning are good as well, mate, so they're well, all quick. Yeah, that. Thank you. Yeah, they're good, funny group. I'll ask you own, mate. Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, you, the wee things you do in the morning yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll ask his own, lads. You don't need to fucking kiss his ass. <laughs> 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 Love me, Dale. Love me. <laughs> 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 they had Eastside in a salute and they might be a few Tell me then, what are we saying? Are we saying sign or are we saying don't sign? No. It's a no for me. You need to remember... Does Malik want to come to Rangers as well as, as, as another consideration? Does he fancy Scottish football? Uh, I, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a deal isn't concluded, put it that way. Um, I know. I think it remains to be seen if he's going to be fit for the rest of the season. If it's a hamstring issue, then that might be the last we see of him yeah. uh, on Sunday, yeah. which would be sad. Because uh, for me, he's, of course, one of the names on the shortlist for the player of the year. I'd be edging maybe towards <laughs> Malik, just for... Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a young lad, isn't he? 20 in his first full season as, as a professional. I think he's going to be a star, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm undecided whether Rangers should uh, pay the money. I think he's, he's a top-class player for £5 million. Um, they're going to get their money back, I think, for him. But if, if, if it can be spent on a couple of players elsewhere, then it's a, a big decision to make, I think. What about if we yeah. can structure the deal, Paul? That's that. That is the way to do it, you know. If we could structure mm. it, as you say, if there was a, a way we could sort of uh, on performances and, and, and for the first and uh, not not games played, it's just uh, it's, oh, hang on, it's a difficult one. Do you know what I mean? I well, it's I, money though. I would, isn't it? Five million quid is a hell of a lot of money it, when right. you're trying to rebuild the team. If it was a million quid, it. if it was a million or two million, then yes, absolutely. But it's five million quid, mate. It's a hell of a lot of money. 
it's not just that. It's the fact that if this is his first, as Derek alluded to, it's sorry, Derek, Derek, it's his first uh, first full season playing first team football. Yeah. You have to look, have to balance off against that. The the boy is a phenomenal talent. There's no ifs or buts about that, and he brings an awful lot to the party within our team. However, in the big games, he has kind of gone missing, and that's the, that is the concern for me. Um, I say big games. I'm talking about against Celtic and the Champions League matches. He'd done really, really well against PSV, and there was massive hopes. Do you know what I mean? He he, he got us the winning goal. Really, you know, he he, he it was his pressing his and all that stuff against PSV that, that led to the goal for Cholak. We got it in the Champions League, I, I, but it just never just sort of never really sort of kicked on from there. There was there was, it was it, a few games. It was amazing. Then it sort of dropped off again. I think. We discussed earlier on his, his work ethic cannot be questioned. He was he, he worked really really hard, and he, and that side of his game has improved. So when he goes back to Bayern, they're going to get a completely different player. They're going to get a, a, a more aggressive player, somebody who's not a player afraid to put himself about. Technically, very very good. Whether we can afford it or not, with the with the massive rebuild we have, if somebody was to sort of say, okay, I'll step in and I'll pay for Malik Tillman, and we're going to give you Bayern, we're going to give you. Not five million. We're going to give you three and a half, but we'll give you another million and a half when you, if he, if he does well for the next season. You know, he, he does this. He reaches that. Then I think that's a, a structure of payment we could maybe afford. But it's having that because we don't have. We're not sort of cash floating around left, right, and centre anymore. So I would, I would, I would, I would like to sign him. I would like to sign him. Whether it's going to happen, I very much doubt it. What about if it's ring fenced? But that, that ring fence got, let's be honest, Neil, I'd rather just six, that, five million that, to the side and keep it that, 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 I might know why we didn't fucking spend it, if that's the case. If it has been ring-fenced, ring then that's a mistake by the old board, because they want to completely cut your nose off to spite your face with the rest of the squad that's got the needs replaced. Um, unless of course, unless of course you get the SMP at the ring fence, then you can do it. Nice. I was, I was going to say that, mate, but it's not that type of show, is it? <laughs> no. Uh, have you seen a camper van floating about? No, okay, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from there, and this one is really, really easy as we go into the attackers. The attackers won't take long, I promise. Who goes? Uh-huh. You decide. Right, let's start with the easy one. Tom Lawrence, keep, keep him. He's the kind of player we keep him, definitely keep him. We saw him play, was outstanding. Keep him. Yeah. Brilliant player when he's on when he's on it. Antonio Cholak, right opinion, good player, good ball. Backup striker. Backup striker, I would probably agree. We need better than Cholak to start. Yeah. And I don't I'm not entirely sure he's suited to the system either. And I know people go oh, for Fox you can't say that, but I, I'm not entirely sure he's suited to what Michael Beale wants from a striker. Dell, would you disagree with any of that? I, I like Cholak. I think he was he was buying goals in for fun at the start of the season, wasn't he? And then uh, yeah. I think he's, he's been a bit. He's been injured for a bit. Um, thought he was good at Easter Road. Then he had a, a bit of a shocker at Fir Park, didn't he? And I would I, I would like to keep him around. I think he does a job at home against teams that play the low block and just try and frustrate. Um, he's finishing his top quality, but I, I think he's one that may. I know he's changed agent recently. Uh, he's had about ninety-five different clubs in his career so far, so I wouldn't be surprised if he if he moves he's on. A, he's also at that age, Dale, isn't he? He's, he's probably going to, like you said, maybe yeah. he probably wants regular football, so he's going to want yeah. that. He's not going to be prepared to sit around. Rangers are obviously going to go out and sign a new number nine. 
and and and, and probably that's where a good chunk of the budget will go on is as a, as a top striker. So if if Alfie obviously goes, which he will, so you know I, I can see him <coughs> sort of saying to himself, "Why am I sitting around here? Unless he's yeah. going to play two up top, he's not going to want to sit around." So. See if you got a million and a half, then two million, probably happy to let him go. If no, he's probably yeah. one of the ones to keep yeah. and get the best out of him in some way. However, we do that is obviously over to Michael Beale. What I would say is if Cholak does go and he's safe for the right money, then I think we, we have to accept that. And also, the, the plus side of uh, getting rid of Cholak if he was to go was that it would leave me as the best out man at Ibrox. I'm trademarking that, by the way. I was the first one he came out with the creation, Chris Boyd, way, way, way in the beginning of the season. So I'm trademarking that. See, the thing is, he'd scored about 25 goals if he never get injured. Right? He was on the course to scoring a barrel load, wasn't he? Mm, yeah, that's right. Uh, we'll, we'll, I noticed how we all just brushed over Paul's comment there. That was the way that should have been dealt with. <laughs> 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 I'll, go, <laughs> I'll go to the next one. It's probably an easy one. Kamar Roof, the best finisher at the club. But oh made my he's made a cho- he's made a Weetabix. He's made brittle than chocolate. He's Weetabix. Okay, so he has to go, unfortunately. But I like Kemar Roof, and I think if we Kemar Roof is probably the striker that suits our system best. Did he come on and score, and then get knocked? Somebody bumped into him, and he hurt his uh, shoulder or something. Like, and then he, he was injured, and then he came back and scored again. Then we haven't seen him, so I think he's yeah. only played three games this season. Again, phenomenal striker, great great finisher, fantastic finisher, really cute. I'll always love that we goalie scored against Celtic. Remember the wee chest control one where somebody oh. had a shot and he sort of chested it in. Just that, that oh, yeah. yeah, lovely, yeah. lovely finisher. You know, great. And and again, that foil he had with Alfie playing up on the right. You know, he was really, really effective. But again, way too injury prone. Probably on a big wage as well. Wouldn't do we sell him though, Dale? Who's coming in no, to buy him? That's what I was going to say. Who's going to buy him? Yeah, never be able to no, sell him. He's probably no, going to be able to stay there. He'll, he'll, probably, he'll probably stay in a big wage or he'll be, he'll be told to find a new club. And the, the unfortunate thing is, as you say, he's, he's, he's so, so injury prone. And he's, he's, made, he's, he's, he's made, made a glass, boy. Um, what I would say is uh, you have to remember that because he's so injury prone, if, he, if that wasn't the case, he wouldn't be at Rangers. We couldn't afford Correct. it. Correct. Totally right, Paul. 100% right. I'll leave the the, the the two that's going to go to last. Okay, one love that, love that comment, Alan. That's close. Love that. Um, fashion, fashion junior, the heart oh. of a lion. Yeah, but the conviction of a fucking Ben Davis. <laughs> okay, just is just does everything right until when you go right, fashion. That's you, son. You're there. And then he puts it for throwing. <laughs> Did you see him on Sunday though? On, on the weekend or that oh. ball like the left? He controlled it. He, he took the ball out of the sky like it was nothing. He knocked the pass the player. He hit this. You, you see him shaping the header and he shaped the header and then all of a sudden it went out for a throwing. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It's just, you know. But would he then, does he stay or does he go? He has I, I think I, I, has to go. It has to, it has to, it has to, to I mean I we we all love the guys, as you say, he's got the He's, got a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a beautiful human being. There's no ifs or buts about that. You cannot deny that. He's a beautiful human being. He just smiles the whole time. He just wants to get on with life. And he, he loves his family. He loves playing football. Uh, he's not very good at it. Um, and he's, he's shooting. His oh, come on. He's, he's shooting. He's shooting. Absolutely. Well, there's, I'm not going to say the memes and stuff like that. But no, he's a, he's, but no you have to. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
No, his numbers are pretty good as well. I mean, he he does yeah. uh, not his goals to games ratio is is pretty good. But that that on Sunday was the last straw for me. Like like you say, Scott. Yeah. The, the sitter aside, the one that went out for a throw is even worse. And then the move where he's it was a great Rangers move. They they, they sort of beat the Celtic press and then Barisic gives it to Sakala and then he goes to cross it. I think and he just boots it into Rosehead. Um, <laughs> it was just. Yeah, am I right in saying that he might have missed it? The, the one that is missed, sorry, Paul, is the actual miss with it with the, the goal open. Was that not almost a repeat of the, the final as the well? Final, yeah. Yeah, exactly, Paul. And if you don't learn from that, mate, if you, I mean if, my me and my brother, we talk about him all the time. He obviously has all the raw attributes, but he's never been coached as a footballer. Do you know what I mean? He's never actually been coached as a footballer, as in very the, possibly the, the way the way they hit a ball, the way you know. I'm obviously growing yeah. up in Zambia. You know, he's probably been playing on gravel pitches or dirt pitches. You know, but you'd think he would have some sort of you know control. But he's obviously never you know been coached properly and how to strike a ball or hit a ball. So, and you can't coach him now. He's 26. You know, you're not going to spend a year coaching him. He's going to be this wonder player. Unfortunately, he's ne- he's never going to come good, and that's and that's inevitably what the problem is. He's it's a because because I I I I won't lie to you. I actually adore the guy. I think yeah, he, yeah. he try he tries his hardest. He really wants to do his very 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 best. Unfortunately, his abilities don't match his enthusiasm. He brings up life until it comes. But he'll to still, the final he'll still goals. It's a bit like the Cholak thing. He's, he'll, he'll still contribute. He'll yeah. get you about oh, near yeah. enough double figures goals in a season. So it's whether you're happy just putting up with the firing shots out for shies and all that. If <laughs> You get a few goals here or there. <laughs> Alan, we if they want that, they can sign me. I'm 52. Uh, exactly, man. Fucking Alan Hansen there. Look, we won nothing with Fashion Sakala. Look, you won nothing <laughs> with kids. And you know what happened after that, Gallant. So this watch what you're saying now. Um, okay, last, or second last and, and last, but by no means least, we have Ryan Kent. And then we have Alfredo Morelos. Two players who have totally... Tarnished it went like that <laughs> for them at the football club. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm right on my They have completely destroyed the Rangers' careers this season through yeah. through laziness, lack of aptitude, lack of attitude. Um, it, it's it's been disgraceful actually. The pay with them. But I would have to question the manager on Sunday, and I'm a huge Michael Beale fan. But I would have to question the manager on Sunday. Why you go to Kent again when you know? Ryan Kent is new totally. He's not interested. Why? Because he has a summer move planned. No, the no, no, move no, is no, 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 no. We're not. We're not talking about the match and We're talking about the players. No, I know. I know, but I'm talking about if, if if Ryan Kent is going, nah, I'm not going to get injured. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Then you should, do you know what I mean? Fuck him. But there's, but there's, get get, get out the door. I, I don't. I don't want a player at the club like that. If, they, if they're not prepared to, they're not prepared to go out the pitch. And you give the fucking all in this shirt with that badge, fuck them. Get the get the fuck out of the club. Oh, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. But listen, they'll not be putting any, anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Don't mention words, but they'll, they'll not be putting any any more commitment in and training. So why then does the manager go in the game that's left to salvage he's got, he's season? Got, he's got he's got nothing else. That's the problem. Because no, he does. He does. He's Yaris Hadji. He has Yanis Adji that could have come in there and done a better job. It's Scott Wright who would have ran up and done that line all day and tried his heart out. It may not be very good, but he would have ran up and done all day and at least put an effort in. That was the most embarrassing 45 minutes I've ever seen anybody in a Rangers jersey. And that's going somewhere because we watched fucking France and Daza. Okay, that's going somewhere. We watched Emilson Cribbery for fuck's sake. 
you know. Oh, oh, that, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that, no, 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 Billy that, 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 that boy, that boy could dance. Sneak he could. He could. So Ryan Kent is going in the go category. Alfredo oh, Morelos yeah. is going in the go category. And Alfredo Morelos, in going, has now shut down 40 million balloon shops in Glasgow. So not only has he gave up at Rangers and tarnished his reputation, he's now laid off half the fucking balloon shop companies that our country, our say, has. Shame on you, Alfredo. Shame on you. So I think it's Alfredo, just... though, uh, for me, he's uh, Rangers have got their, their money's worth out of him. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. oh, yeah, no, no, definitely. And to, to go back to an article that yourself wrote, um, Derek, Alfredo Morelos, we've got a money out of him. Definitely. Ryan Kent, not even a sniff. No. So see you at thirty-one. I think I think the fact he's been able to run down his deal. Uh, pay, nah, I mean, he's another one there. that should have been sold when 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 the offers were coming in. Um, yeah. He was kept on too long. Out of thirty-one, I've got I think ten or eleven that would be kept. Now some no be maybe no be kept because they are. You know, we think they're going to the future, but be kept because they probably won't move on. They're a year into a deal or something like that, and they, he's got to buy them. So we need to be creative with how we do it, and they can just try and get the best out of somebody like Cholak. If he's not going to go, you need to find a way of working him into your system and how he works and how he plays. So for me, on this, we've got McCrory, we've got Ridvan, and my list, right? Now, obviously, everybody else is left to be different, but we've got McCrory, Ridvan, Goldson, Suter, King, Devine, Arfield, Raskin, Lowry. We've went from uh, Cantwell, Matondo, Cholak, Lawrence. We've went from having about 45 midfielders to about five in an hour and a half, lads. So that's pretty good. We're uh, probably just enough there to make a team, don't we? Ah, we're, de- literally, we're definitely playing Alan McGregor. <laughs> I get up. You know, then the four of us can be on the bench. The four of us can be on the bench. I'm not doing much worse than the rest. Trust me. Exactly, so, mate. Exactly. Um, in terms of an Aberdeen preview for Sunday... Enjoy the match. We're playing Aberdeen on Sunday, and that's probably as much as we can say about it because it's going to be a fucking slog. <laughs> I think we should wrap up there. It's a new one. Put me down for that, by the way, if you want. I'll, put I'll you down for that. Know. Okay. What I would like to say before we go is we are on the lookout to partner up with companies and whatever ahead the next season. Sponsorships coming to an end, etc. With some with some companies and and obviously the all the guys work on the podcast. It's doing to us to keep it going. Um, and we'd like to get companies involved to try and help out with that. So if you know of a company or if you own a company or whatever and you'd like to get involved with the Battlefield podcast and get an advert played at the start, get your name shouted out. And also, once we fix this wee graphic a wee bit when there's five people on, it's perfect. But when there's four people on, it's most likely. You can just see CP plumbing and heating at the top right of your screen there. Your logo will be up there as well. Then get in touch with the pod either by Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, battlefieldpod.outlook.com. Or wherever you think you can. Um, Scott's the James Biscroft of the channel. Thank you. Thank you. Can I just answer a question? Gosh, How can. can Paul play on a penalty's hand? Uh, that's from Gallant Pan. Yeah, many, 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 many years ago, I was involved. Uh, in fact, I was involved. I was in a ship. And we had a floating warehouse alongside in Split in Croatia. Uh, it was during the Balkans conflict. And we used to go play football twice a week. And I was put on uh, I'd, I'd a bit of slight ankle knock. So I wasn't a starter. And so I, yeah, exactly. You, you get the music going there. And so I was, I was on the, I was on the bench, and uh, I basically sat drinking beer the entire match. And then the guy in the right wing suddenly got injured, and uh, they set me on. And I was like, happy to my can, so on with my can. And there we go. So you can. Well, you've just described every single yeah. Sunday league game ever played throughout the UK <laughs> yeah. on, a, on a Sunday, mate. You know, you literally yeah. that that happens up and down yeah. the land. So 
Do you know? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't drink. I couldn't. I couldn't drink it fast enough. So I just put that ran in the field with it, and I put it down sort of halfway between the halfway line and their their goal. And I was running up the right wing, and when they were crossing, I drank a little piece set, we got back to half. It was, it was great. Yeah, yeah. That's the game you lost eight 0 Paul. Yeah, probably. No, we actually, yeah. we actually, we actually, we actually won three one, and I set one of the goals up. So was PlayStation route back in? Route, yeah. 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 Uh, we'll have to do another follow up show to this as well because my God, it's an hour and a half over an hour and a half, and we're having to potentially signing. Gio, all we're doing, mate, is we're going to put the kettle on and we're coming back in half an hour. What we're going to do is we've wrote out the B team and we're going to go through the B team. <laughs> <We're> for... <laughs> Join us in half an hour for that. Shell! <laughs> um, my thanks, as always, to Paul at Seas for joining us this evening, mate. It's always good to see you. It's great to be here. Thanks very much, yeah. To Gio, good to see you as well, mate, and no doubt we'll Thank get a, another... Good conversation in the way to work as we do most mornings do. Thanks, man. No, great, great to be on tonight. Love that tonight. I know it was really long, but it was good. Great to see Dell back as well. Um, I'm, I'm obviously Definitely. I'm, I'm in the Scotty Arfield um, Big Dell fan club for life. <laughs> uh, it's good to see you too, Gio. And likewise, uh, Pop Paul and Scott, it's great to be on. Uh, it was too long, as I mentioned earlier on, so hopefully we'll be on there uh, more often going forward, even though we are absolutely dire at the moment. It's always good fun, isn't it? I thought you were just meaning the pod was too long there, but ah, your absence was too long, mate. You're right. Uh, thanks very much, Del. It's always great to see you, mate. And also, thanks to you, your input as well. Fantastic. Although Linda Ross is now banned from watching the, the Battle Fever podcast because that cannot be said on this podcast. Oh, Linda, I can give you many, many more. <laughs> oh. Yes, but you'll have to subscribe to Paul at Sea's OnlyFans because that's where he does them all. Naked, yeah. by the way, so be prepared. Find me out salty stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Right, roll the fucking tiles. Hashtag get the battlefield on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, "Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me." And now I am much older. There's a place I want to be It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got 